Hi, I'm Ken Napsok, host of Watching Thrones. To watch this episode live and get to call in and chat with us about Game of Thrones, sign up today for a free trial membership at ScreenJunkies.com. Screen Junkies, and welcome to Watching Thrones. We're here to break down, react to Game of Thrones and what is quite possibly the last episode nine ever of a Game of Thrones hmm. season. And that oh, is, of course, a rather man. historic episode. Thank I'm Ken Napsack, joined by Michelle Boyd, as always. Tracaris. Don't fire. <laughs> Spencer Gilbert. Does that mean six is the new nine, Ken? Oh, yeah. And Trisha Hirschberger in Hi, your Daenerys-inspired dress there. That yes, is, that is it, right? Yeah, it's my Hoffer design. It's so lovely. A Daenerys cocktail dress. Oh, man, I'm jealous. Want it immediately. I, I, I kind of want one, too. Yes. Going to make it work. Guys, we're here at Watching Thrones live on Screen Junkies Plus. You can join the conversation using hashtag Watching Thrones. And, of course, we'll take Skype calls from time to time. Skype in at SJ Plus Live. Uh, Lon in the booth will... Uh, tell you when it's time to rant and rave and this episode was epic it was a uh, conversation starting and I you know we're flying by the seat of our pants today normally I have, a, I have a breakdown I have notes and stuff <laughs> yeah. but like the battle yeah. it's just gonna go crazy today uh, the top story is kind of everything um, this was what the episode was designed to be big grand epic they did it they delivered we can break it down and get nitpicky after that but guys I want to stop first and just pay a little respect the fact that they pulled this off. Mm. Definitely. What did they say? What, eight weeks of shooting for this? Oh, that's a movie. At least. That's, yeah. That's a movie. Go back 10, 15 years, Spencer. Go back 30 years when we're watching Airwolf. Growing up. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. No eight, one. I was an A-team man. A-team. Yeah. No one could, could, could imagine that one day TV would pull this stuff off. This was more cinematic than half the movies I've seen in theaters this year. Or right. any year. Um, I can't think of a better... I don't want to say medieval because this isn't real history, but I can't think of a better uh, mounted knight against mounted knight and cavalry and uh, foot soldier filmed battle. Maybe Braveheart, but I think right. I got to give the edge to this episode. Right, which speaks great. so yeah. much. And, and, and Trisha, I mean, this was a hold-your-breath 40-minute fight. Oh, it was amazing. And, you know, if you think about it, the entire episode was an hour and nine minutes. Like you guys were talking about, there are movies that are that short or shorter. So right. what? where is the line now, really, mm -hmm. between television and film? It's so blurred, I can't even tell. Um, but, yeah, this was fantastic. Right, so good. right. Did we all have that same reaction? I'm not yes. talking about the overall, like, the, but like, I literally it ended, and I my friend came over, and I went to answer the door. We were gonna watch it a second time, and I was like, "Heaven, heaven, <laughs> breathe." Am I alone in that? Not at all. Especially <laughs> during that kind of claustrophobic scene where John's yeah. getting buried in bodies, like just oh, oh my I, god, I can't, I can't think of another battle that kind of captured that chaotic, crazy bodies everywhere, and kind of like almost a first person perspective mm -hmm. of it, um, just that way. It was right. so well done. Well, let's let's start there. Let's maybe go from that point <laughs> on. Best moments, favorite moments within the battle. We can get nitpicky, break down, story analyze, and we're going to do that because that's why we're here. But let's have some fun. What really got you about this battle, Spencer? Uh, ooh, so many choices. Maybe a uh, uh, Tormund Giantsbane doing the uh, Roadhouse throat rip. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but an even more savage version of it. Uh, and then stabbing 
uh, was it House Umber Crestark? Yeah. Yeah. Small guys With like a giant tooth. <laughs> I mean, that was just so brutal and so uh, indicative of the rest of the episode. Uh, yeah. I mean, this was already like such a bloodbath and that went above and beyond no for holds, me. No holds And I'll play guy. a tiny book card on that where House Umber's uh, actual sigil is a giant in the books. No, oh, not the cross Tormund Giant Spain taking out the giant sigil. <laughs> hey, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, you? Um, like I said, I, I really loved uh, just that moment, even though it scared the crap out of me, the moment where John gets buried in bodies and you yeah. just, you're not sure how he's going to make it out of it. If he's, you know, he has to kind of like fight and claw his way to the top. I really enjoyed the callback to Danny's scene with the Misa. And this time it's John coming <laughs> out with the bloody face, like out of all of the, the packed crowd. That was very cool for me. Um, I, I enjoyed both the callback and also just that like, Oh, yeah. just just that cool moment. Absolutely, yeah. It was claustrophobic. It did their job on that one very much. Shorter breath, definitely, Trisha. For me, there. I think it was all done in one shot, but there was one moment where John's in the middle after the cavalry all charge in, and it's just utter chaos. I mean, he's looking around, trying to stab someone, and then an arrow comes in, or then a horse comes in and takes him off. That's being ridden by a headless guy. Like it is. Yeah. Absolutely insane, and it really did a good job of making me feel like, oh my god, like battle in this fantasy pseudo-medieval time is really a cluster. Like, you're looking around and just hacking at anything that moves. You don't know if they're on your side or not. Like, there's no time to know. Everybody's covered in mud. There's chaos everywhere. Like... Yeah. Whoa, man. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it just took me on such a journey that I was like, I am so glad that I don't live and fight in that time. <laughs> holy hell. And I know you guys were laughing at me on the show in weeks prior saying we need some violence. Yeah. We got some violence. We got <laughs> some violence. It was great. I loved, you know, I, I, we could talk a little bit later about 1-1. One, one. I love the moment you realize his, what his sacrifice is oh, going to be, man. and that's the way to do it. It's the way to go out in your shield. I'm big about that kind of stuff. I'm big about the honor. And it, to put myself in Jon Snow's head, and, and we're going to analyze it, I think Jon thought he was dead. I think Jon accepted his death, pulled out a sword, and everyone's talking about that shot. It is mm-hmm. so cinematic. JT, you think you have the clip of him squaring off against the Bolton army and what was going to be his death. And yeah, predictability. Uh, some some people get saved here. We can talk about the Knights of the Vale later. But this shot with the music, this is a man saying, I'm dead, I'm gone. My mistake? Probably. Whoops. I fell for it. Yep. And one of the things that I got to watch afterward, I didn't know that they had such an in-depth behind the episode on this mm. of just making mm. of like these battles. And just this shot in particular where you kind of see the back of them and you see the cavalry facing toward him. Oh. Not green screen. Right. Those are this real horses galloping right towards I his mean, face. <laughs> and that, is, that has got to be terrifying. If I'm... If I'm if we're on a battlefield with a sword, this is how I'm going to go out. Oh. I, I could only dream that this is what I have the courage to do. Uh, and what a moment. Oh. Um, and, and and so many epic moments when in this. But let's start breaking it down, guys. Mm-hmm. And I think this starts with what I believe is, he might be a Targaryen, but um, <laughs> oh. the sins of the Stark, mm. such Starks. The pride of John, not listening to Sansa, Sansa withholding stuff. This kind of started with a failure, and John mm-hmm. kind of failed in a way in this battle. They talk afterwards, the producer talked about a lot of these battles are luck, which is your sequence you talked about. Mm-hmm. At any point, an arrow could get you. Um, you watch Saving Private Ryan, too, and you realize, yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. it, it's it's a flip a coin situation here. Right. But let's start there, guys, with how the battle started, how it began, maybe John failing and falling yeah, into Yeah, I mean, he kind of failed his way to victory. Like, right. he didn't make any good strategic calls mm-hmm. 
from the first moment he stepped onto the battlefield. He got baited, he got tricked into doing uh, everything that Ramsey Snow wanted him to, and he got bailed out by Littlefinger at the end. Um, <laughs> and Sansa warned him. Yes, yeah, straight up warned him. Straight up warned him. I get, you know, your little brother's, you know, doing some weird Hunger Games thing in front of you mm. and might get you emotionally charged up, but like, he kind of let me down as a commander. I feel like he did a little, he kept his head at the wall, but, yeah. uh, but he went full start. Well, that's it. So, uh, Watchers <laughs> of the Wall, he did, and I was trying to think, was this, what made this different? Was it just the emotions? Uh, what brought him to, because it was, it was a lot of mistakes made by John, so mm-hmm. what's the difference? Um, I think it, I mean, was part of the emotion, and I think maybe looking at Rickon being, like, the last vestige of his family that he remembered from Winterfell and really wanting to save that, I guess. But, I mean, I, I really appreciated when Sansa was talking about it the night before of, like, no, Rickon, Rickon's dead. I know this guy. I know Ramsay mm-hmm. Bolton. We need to accept Rickon is just dead. Right. You, there's nothing we can do to save him. Also, and and John still fell for of, it. Um, all the uh, non-advice he got before the night before of like, <laughs> don't do what he wants you to do. And like, yeah. win. Don't yeah. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Melisandre. I was like, thanks, right. Hamish. Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that under advisement. Exactly. Yeah. And I kind of felt was, all those guys who were, you know, Davos knows how to fight. Tormund fights in his own way. Mm-hmm. And there was the funny moments of him not understanding the terminology and all that kind of stuff. They really yeah, painted Tormund as kind of a big dum-dum at yeah. times. Yeah, I'm sure there's wildling for flank. <laughs> I think they know what that means. <laughs> Some of that, but uh, I kind of felt though that it was like almost intentional. It was like we don't know. We're yeah. just gonna mm-hmm. have to go. And then it was Sansa, um, not divulging. So let's kind of get to to their dynamic. We'll come back to things here again. Like I said, a little hectic today. Big battle. We're emotionally yeah. recovering. <laughs> Sansa not talking about the Knights of the Vale at all. Yeah, why do you think that is? Like, do you think it was just she wasn't sure if they were actually going to show up? Do you think it was that... Because, I mean, John doesn't know Littlefinger. John Mm -hmm. has no reason to immediately be like, oh, I don't want to trust that. So, like, why keep it from him? I don't know, but mm. I'm trying. It's sibling rivalry. I mean, they yeah. they had that good soup moment early when they reunited, but really they didn't get along. I don't think it's sibling rivalry. Yeah. I think for Sansa, there's probably a lot of shame in what happened with mm. Baelish. Um, you know, they they've had some moments that were a little bit too uh, too intimate for their relationship, probably. And she, I mean, he sold her. To the devil. Right. You know what I mean? And so she, I'm sure, feels some guilt in the fact of how she ended up with Ramsey. Like, maybe I should have seen it. Maybe I shouldn't have trusted him. So I'm sure she's got a lot of complex emotions there that even in writing to him now as a last-ditch effort, she probably, at least in my opinion, she doesn't want to divulge to John all the complexity that is her relationship mm. with Littlefinger. How that got there, explain why he might come to help, et cetera, et cetera. Interesting. I, yeah, I, I don't know that she wants to fill everybody in and even accept herself more so than fill everybody else in. Because I think if she, does, if she does explain the whole background and like, eh, this guy like kind of wants to phone me because I what? look like my mom and blah, 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 he sold me and this, that, that, like, John would probably say no. Because he's so honorable, okay. he'd probably be like, no, I, I, we're not going to win that way. I liked it. That, that's a different take on mm-hmm. it. I don't know where you come down, Michelle. I thought she just was like, I don't trust John yet anyways, and it's kind of my own thing, which is on the surface maybe it, but it <laughs> I, goes I'm deeper. I'm not sure, because, I mean, her whole argument was that she wanted to wait longer, you know, stall Ramsey somehow and just 
I mean, if they had waited a day, would the Knights of Vale, like of the Vale, just joined the battle and they could have planned that from the beginning, or was the whole idea for them to come like Helm's Deep style at just the very end to save everything? You know, right. like yes. So I, I, I guess she just was kind of chilling up there on the horse with Littlefinger and right, well, riding yeah. in to save the day. And it just seems a little. I mean, at the same time, it's the same issue that we had with. Okay, cool. Why if Arya's leading the waif down to that room and that's her plan all along? Cool. She still could have died. And same right. thing here. John still could have died well, at the yeah, very beginning I, I don't, I, before I, the knights even got there. I tend to think she was holding off to wait because she wanted them to get there and for that to be part of the battle. Not mm-hmm. that she was holding off for that like pristine moment of yeah, coming in the last but then, but then why not tell John and say, hey, if we delay like a day, I've got like 5,000 guys well, coming again, around. Again, because then, well, why why is Peter Baelish bringing an army, Sansa? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and people on Twitter, JJ, uh, JJ582 saying, Sansa did nothing. Uh, uh, what uh, you know, People are talking about her not saying anything, but the army got people killed, meaning her decision to hold back cost a thousand lives if she had just said. And maybe she was trying to say, they have some moments there where John is like, her and John are talking, and he's like, no, this is what we got. We've got to go. Mm-hmm. Why she wouldn't say, well, okay, here I got this. That's, I guess, the big yeah. debate, the big question, yeah, of course, yeah. that we're trying to answer. But I, I like to take, though, that there may be some, it wasn't just black and white of like I'm going to withhold information yeah. there was again, a little like, bit it's, it's kind of a small nitpick for this I feel mm. like Absolutely. narratively like you know I mean it, I, I can forgive it it's fine you know we've got this epic battle scene John still probably mm-hmm. would have broken rank somehow something else could have gone wrong whatever so yeah. I, I still definitely like loved this episode because well, at the end of the day it's entertainment <laughs> we need totally, our hero totally. shots and totally. we need oh, yeah. that yeah. I don't think anyone was surprised we were all kind of in the back of our heads mm-hmm. waiting for that horn to blow for the Knights of the yeah, to come completely. in yeah. and sometimes what, no I, no you maybe you didn't think it, they were going to show Spencer? well I did um, and I totally I guess if my one gripe is, is this this was a very season six finale where everything happened as we imagined it would yeah, well, a little predictable well, a little bit predictable and it's uh, again a credit to the amazing directing that uh, it, I was so compelled anyways but like I feel like we called this exactly. We, we did call we, that a Stark would die. <laughs> yeah, that, that Stark was would die, and, and the Knights of the Vale. I think I, I did one one, but uh, oh, you know Davos one, is one. still around. <sighs> Deep breath there for me. <laughs> um, I, I thought he was gone. But, I thought there was a good chance of Davos dying. But that is—it mm-hmm. speaks to what a lot of people I'm seeing discussing, um, not just today, mm-hmm. but all through the the week, uh, and even this season. Spencer is. Uh, Great stuff. The execution of this show is still top-notch, but maybe it's the predictability, and that's some of the stuff we've mm-hmm. struggled with with the Arya storyline and everything. So I'm seeing there's not a, a huge backlash against this battle by any means, but that is the one thing of, well, nothing surprised us. Okay. Are we, again, asking too much, or is it just, hey, at some point the show's going to start resolving things. If, if I get this kind of resolution to stuff and this kind of satisfying episode, I'm okay with it being a little predictable. Right. I agree. Yeah, I agree 100%. I'd rather have that mm-hmm. than have it unpleasantly surprise me and be like, why did you do that? Oh, I disagree. That's Game of Thrones. That is Game of Thrones. Melisandre talking about her god was George R.R. R. Martin. That is Game of Thrones of saying, like, yeah, God abandons us and then we all die. I, I think that mm. if the North, if the Starks had lost this battle, it would have been up there with Ned Stark dying in season one of, like, oh shit. 
Yeah, things I, don't right. always happen. I thought always. for sure Sansa was going to bite it. Well, I thought we were losing Sansa. <laughs> oh, you thought Sansa was going to die. That was a chance. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was going to be the big surprise that none of us were expecting. It's super heartbreaking. Like I thought this was our Ned Stark of the mm-hmm. season as we were sure. going to lose or Sansa. Or they bring Jon Snow back to life just to get yeah. trampled, just to suffocate <laughs> in a body <laughs> pile. I mean, that would have been awesome. There was there was a moment. I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly where, but it was, one, it was a moment late before Ramsay ran off, and even after the veil. I guess the Knights of the Veil kind of sealed it. But I thought. But maybe they do. Maybe they lose and the principals have to retreat. And now it's Tormund, Davos, and John mm. and Sansa going, oh, now what do we do? Or the Boltons win and then they just get run over by ice zombies like it never mattered in the first place who <laughs> Which, controls yeah. the North. kind of might be the whole lesson anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I get it. I get it. But at the same time, we're we're wrapping things up. Again, we're talking about Yeah, exactly. Marine. Like, if this had happened in season three, yeah, the Starks probably would have lost. But, right. you know, we only have 13 episodes left. You gotta kind of start to get families where they're supposed to be. I also don't know that this is, like, the beautiful happy ending. I mean, no, yes, sure, the Starks no. have Winterfell, but which of the Starks? No one who really has a claim. Rickon would have been Bran's the... No. carting around somewhere. Yeah, no one knows that Bran's even around anywhere. Mm-hmm. So between Sansa and Jon, how many of the people who just fought for the Boltons against them are going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, the Starks, yep, that's right. I'm mm-hmm. sure that a lot of those northern houses are still going to be like, you guys have no claim. You know, I think they still have a lot of. I I think it's still. I was gonna say, I think Littlefinger's gonna ask for his pound of flesh. Oh yeah, he is. You know uh, he is. Yeah, I mean, he and Sansa are probably an item. He could. uh, This could have been his plan all along. Do you think he's gonna try to marry her to Robin? I think he's gonna try to marry marry her himself. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's. I mean, we'll no get some of that, that next, next week. We'll rules get some of veil, it. Rules the veil. Rules the north. Yeah, like, man. He's, he's yeah. doing it. Yeah. But can we get a can we get a slight happy moment for the Stark banners unfurling that was awesome. over the walls of Winterfell? That I was swear awesome. to God, if they don't change that sigil on Winterfell <laughs> in the opening credits next week, <laughs> that better be a dire <laughs> oh, I feel so as though nice. they've been a little uh, little lazy in the credits this year. I feel like they've been a lot lazy in the credits this year. But let's get a dire wolf on there. I'm sure they will. I hope so. I can't imagine they're not. Let's talk about Rickon's death. Uh, I, oh. I agree that moment. Sansa basically says, hey, the shaky dog theory is true. It's a plot point that doesn't really matter. Mm. Um, other than, yes, Rickon, a lot of people tweeting in, does he know uh, zigzagging and serpentining? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was shouting that. I feel Everyone. like when we were watching Everyone. <laughs> Surprised at all the way they did it. Uh, it's cinematic for sure. It was gleefully fun and evil of Ramsay. Oh, he's so mean. Oh, <laughs> when he's, like, not even looking just for funsies. <laughs> he's just like, do, 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 you know. Look, I, I kind of love that Ramsay's over-the-top evil. He's I mean, yeah. almost comically evil. He's and just, he stayed that way till the end. He yeah. never broke. He's the Joker. Yeah. He's the Joker of Westeros. And, and then they got me here because the music swells and yeah, you're thinking... Yeah, you're thinking it's going to happen. And then they did the false beat. And we're, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, the other audio versions, we're watching the scene right now of oh Rickon running God. for his life. And, and I a thought straight maybe freaking line. In a straight <laughs> line. Uh, there's also some strategies. What uh, would you have uh, stopped and turned around once you heard the arrow go, Trisha? If you're in this position, what are you doing? Uh, I'm I am zigzagging <laughs> like it's my job. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I've, I'm probably peeing my pants as I'm doing it. Sure, but but yeah, still going. Uh, zigzagging like crazy. Hey, kid, we're bringing you back to the show. Although you know what's interesting <laughs> to think about that I didn't think about until right now when we're talking about like what would you have done. Um, I know there's a difference in the ages between the books and the show, but how old is Rickon supposed to be at this moment? In oh, the gosh. books or the show? Like, uh, well, even even in the show. So he's older in the show. Yeah. I mean, you got to put him in that 
It's like he's just a 14 year old. Yeah, yeah bar mitzvah crowd. Because I feel like he's just yeah. a little, the Young actor's teenager. just a little bit younger than Maisie Williams, and she's 18, 19 now, right? Really? So, yeah. Well, the show no, yeah, she's no, younger. Because Bran is, Bran is so, just younger than Arya, and Rickon's younger than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so maybe 16? So, yeah, figure yeah. like four years ish, probably younger than. Something. But Arya. I mean, in the books, mm. obviously much younger. Much, much younger. younger. That's what I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking. He's been away from Winterfell for a while, he hasn't had much war training. Maybe he just didn't know. Yeah. yeah, he's just been he's just been running and hiding. And, it, and, and, and Josh Matthews at movie underscore Matthews asked, "Did Rickon's death have the same impact uh, because he hardly had any screen time? Did you feel like it was expected? Like I said, that's why I'm asking about the the execution of the execution. Um, yeah. It it it. I was it, with Sansa. I'd kind of written him off. Yeah, he yeah. Was, uh, he was a prop for Jon Snow. Yeah, I yeah. felt uh, I felt for Jon in that moment yeah. more than I felt yeah. for Rickon. Exactly. Right. And and for their plight because Rickon was the one true that they could have said has a claim to Winterfell." Right. Which is exactly mm-hmm. why Ramsey exactly. wasn't going to let him live. Right. Yeah. Right. Speaking of Ramsey, <laughs> he died. <laughs> he died. Rest in pieces. So, where, <laughs> whereas Joffrey's death, sometimes uh, you'll hear people say, wasn't as satisfied, satisfying as I wanted it to be. Oh, I liked that. This is the question. Satisfying death here? Or you like Joffrey? I did I too. I like Joffrey's death. I was okay with Joffrey's death. Yeah. Totally. But I hear that from time to time. I wanted this. I wanted that. Again, our expectations no, can like sometimes... like an awesome step. game of Clue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the, the chalice, and chalice. The, at the wedding. Yes. But Ramsey Bolton's death, satisfying? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I got two of them. Because he got beaten yeah. half to death, and then the dogs finished the job. So yeah. I thought it w- he was done after John had, you know... Certainly knocked a few IQ points off of him, and yeah. then uh, and then oh, lo and behold, we have a whole other mm. Ramsey dying scene. Right, that's great. Which was nice, and yeah. I like that John, you know, paused and just saw Sansa, and yeah. I'm like, hey, you you want to get in here? You oh. want to do this? Did anybody else think in that moment though when he paused to look at Sansa? I was like, no, 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 Ramsey's gonna stab you! No, don't <laughs> yes. look at Sansa! Don't look away! What are you doing? But did anyone else think? Oh, shields! Why didn't we think to bring those earlier? <laughs> yeah. They work so well. Yeah, I, I thought it could have been like a Red Viper school of uh, play to the. Bell lesson here. Well, um, especially when you see him smiling there. I was like, he's still got something up his sleeve. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Absolutely. The show has trained you to do that. Uh, um, meanwhile, the, while we were watching, we were like, no way is his face still that together. Yeah. Sure. Oh, not I, with him going to town I mean, with a mailed I glove. Yeah, like, Any other ways oh. you would have wanted to see Ramsey go? Michelle, how would you have killed this man? I mean, up until the dog thing, I wanted, you know, Sansa to come up and just shiv him to death, basically. Yeah. But uh, I, I was pretty satisfied with how it with how it went out because it showcased so perfectly Ramsay's own cruelty, kind yes. of coming back to bite him in the face. I 100% agree. Yeah. I love that they used something on him that he has used on other people, and I love that we saw that moment yeah. where he gets scared. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gets he had a full turn from I am so overconfident and I got this, and I'm still going to say nasty things to you to oh crap yeah, yeah. and I uh, that moment that moment for me was way more satisfying than the flesh noises yeah flawless at Al Kia <laughs> on Twitter checking this is the destiny was so good Sansa's cold stare was great and I thought that was a great moment Spencer a little character development for Sansa turns away and then kind of says no I'm going to watch this mm-hmm. oh uh, yeah I didn't catch that yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I thought she was going to have a uh, drop another one liner on her uh, on him after like uh, <laughs> little. oh you no one's going to remember you and that thought she was going to say Bastard. Bastard. <laughs> that was a great quote too. You're, everything's gone. Yeah. You're, 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 all the memories of you will be, be gone. Yeah. I loved that. And, and I like that all the previous dog deaths off screen, loud noises. We got to see that bite as we just watched here now, um, and, and a fitting end for Ramsey. Any other way? 
it's tough to satisfy everyone. But like if Sansa, if John had looked at her and said, "All right, you have the final shot," and she knifed him in the neck or something yeah. like that, would have been cool. But I like I like how uh, the poetic justice of this death definitely thought yeah. it was worth it. We're gonna we got a call right now, Lon. We're gonna go to some calls here on Skype to have some people out there joining the conversation. You can Skype in with us at SJ Plus Live and on Twitter at hashtag Watching Thrones. Welcome to Watching Thrones. Hey, how are you? Hi. hi What's hi. your name? Where are you calling from? I'm Iman from India. Nice. Hi. Iman, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? We are great. Good. We've recovered. We've finally taken a deep breath. What about you? What's your thoughts on this episode? Uh, you were talking about the episode being a big cinematic thing. I think going back, I would really... For me, the Battle of Blackwater is something that stands out even more. Because mm-hmm. when that happened... I had read the books. I knew what was going to happen. But still, I was uh, re- uh, like shocked by everything that happened. Right. And there was nothing predictable about it. But this, uh, even though this uh, episode, this, this entire battle was uh, crazy and really beautifully done, it was still really predictable for me. Right. I, I feel like the only reason we kind of, and we said the same thing because I agree with you. I feel like the reason we even say that is because we've seen this sort of scene in so many movies, you mm. know, like yeah. in, in like tons of fantasy and action movies. You see this like cavalry charge one another in the army. But I liked that we haven't seen that in Game of Thrones yet. And, and really in any TV show that I can think of, at least yeah. so well mm. done. So I enjoyed that even though, yeah, we've kind of seen this battle before in this context. I, I really enjoyed it. But I think what Blackwater had this one didn't was um, heroes on both sides. This was very much yes. good mm-hmm. versus evil, whereas Blackwater, when it was for and against, like you didn't know who you were rooting for at any one moment, so right. uh, you were more torn, whereas this one, I mean, this was an awesome like Saving Private Ryan war is hell moment, but you were definitely yeah. rooting for the good guys to win. That's an excellent point, and Iman, what, what you're speaking of about Blackwater still ranks very high for me, and we can talk about where these battles rank, but that moment at the end of the Battle of Blackwater where Cersei's about to poison Tommen and, and Tywin walks yeah. in is still one of my favorite moments in the Great show moment. because mm-hmm. I didn't know what that door held behind it. Same for me. That was such a boss ass moment. <laughs> <laughs> this episode didn't have any of that. You know those spectacular moments. Okay, the whale, uh, the the night, uh, night of the whale coming in, and you know it was a good moment. But that boss moment where Tywin Tywin Lannister comes on his horse. Something of that kind was missing over here. Okay. But I think if you go by George's own admissions about how the series is going to end and how he tends to write the characters, this may be one of our only battles where it's that black and white because George tends to like to uh, write things more like Blackwater where it's mm-hmm. a little bit more gray and you don't know mm-hmm. who really to fight for and stuff is bittersweet and there's heroes on both sides like Spencer said. So, you know, I, I get the feeling like even this upcoming battle with the undead and the White mm-hmm. Walkers, there's probably still some stuff that we haven't seen yet to where maybe there'll be something more sympathetic with the White Walkers and we may actually want them to win, kind of. So <laughs> this will be, yeah, who knows? But so I, I yeah, I think yeah. this will be one of the only times we get this type of very black and white and albeit a little bit predictable and boring battle. Um, yeah. Although that may be something that's just a uh, that's just a like piece of candy moving forward for the book readers. Sure. Like I yeah. wonder because George does have the time to go into detail on the yeah. characters, whereas as the show tends to gloss over or combine characters a lot, maybe that's where that gets lost in translation. I don't know. Yeah, that's it could, true. It could have been. Iman, thanks so much for the call and checking in all the way from India. We really appreciate that. 
Thank um, you. Thank you, thank you very much. Point out that uh, I hope you guys didn't miss the death uh, stare that Liana Momont gave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, JJ. Thank you for once reminding again, us. Tweeted in the same thing. Liana Momont giving Ramsey that death stare at everyone in my house uh, laughing. So <laughs> yes, Iman, great. great call. Long, let me know when we got another one here in the booth. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good moment. But Spencer, that's some great analysis. That that was one of the differences in this battle too, because mm -hmm. uh, you wanted you're rooting against Cersei and Tywin, but Stannis might have been not for me, but for others, tough to root for. <laughs> in the Battle of Blackwater and some of the other battles. But this one, Saving Private Ryan, prime example. Spielberg only shoots from one point of view for, for obvious reasons mm -hmm. in, in World mm -hmm. War II stuff. So, yeah. Could there have been heroes? Could the Karstarks or the Umbers stood up for you? The Mandalays, you know, I guess. Right. I, I, I was just holding out hope the whole time for uh, for some type of northern betrayal or, or remembrance because they seem right. to be building it up last season. Uh, I guess they're a little more fickle than their words might indicate otherwise. Yeah, we still uh, have another episode, and the Freys are going to be in it. So true. We'll yeah. see what happens. True. I don't know. And I mean, the thing is, is I agree. In the books with George, like, uh, there might be a lot more nuance. You know, the Umbers yeah. are are not on the side of bad mm -hmm. in the books, so yeah. they they might they might have yeah. a different perspective. And, and, and the battle, you know, it was shot in a confusing manner, so sometimes it was confusing. I actually thought of for a moment that the Umbers turned, that they climbed over oh, and that I was like, I had <laughs> yeah, to like, wait, what? Oh, wait, no, they're still bad. So I think yeah. a lot of us were hoping for those uh, those yeah. shades of gray. Uh, we're gonna take another call here right now. Then I have some questions about Sansa Ramsey and and some stuff there for you guys here on the panel. Uh, you are on live right now watching Thrones. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, hi, I'm Miguel. I'm coming from Colombia. Hey, Miguel, Miguel in Colombia. I love it. Thanks for checking in. What is on your mind today, Miguel? Uh, I want to talk about the next episode because okay. I'm wondering what you guys think will be like the final shot, the big moment from the final from this season. The final, final shot. There's always that big last shot. It's like when you're on a golf course and you've been sucking all day, and then you sink that putt and you're going to come back and play again. Sports reference, Michelle. Um, Never played golf in my sport, life. Not sports, golf reference. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh. Hobby come reference. Come at me, Rory McIlroy. I'm right here. Um, so, Miguel, I'm going to start with you. What do you think is going to be the final shot? I don't know. From what I've seen from this episode with Daenerys and the Greyjoys, I think it's going to be her riding to Westeros. Or maybe, like you said before, like uh, the wall coming down from the White Walkers. Okay. I, I, I way back when, yeah, predicted that maybe the wall comes down. I'm thinking that less and less the way yeah. it's played out. Uh, you guys, any final shots there? Uh, I think for sure we're going to get some stuff with Cersei and King's Landing. So maybe that whole wildfire theory that we were kicking that we were kicking mm. around last which time. Which they, yeah, they, really yeah. they mentioned yeah. again. They mentioned again. I can see King's Landing going up in flames being wow, the last yeah. shot. Yeah. That could be. Um, yeah. That could be cool. Or uh, or I don't think they're going to let Danny get away scot free yet because they've been setting up Euron crossing paths with them. So yeah. maybe it's like Euron. Yeah. I don't know, maybe book thing, maybe some type of horn gets involved and, uh, yeah. and blows at a certain flying creature that breathes fire. <laughs> maybe they kill a dragon at the end of it is what I'm getting at. I thought a dragon might go, might be going in this episode too with yeah. those trebuchets there, but we can talk about that here. Tresha, final shot, any, I, any predictions? I agree with Miguel. I would love to see dragons and ships heading to Westeros. That would yeah. be amazing. I, that would That would make me feel like... So yeah. angry that we have to take all these weeks off before right. next season. Yes. That, yeah, that would be the moment. I feel like Miguel. I don't know if you're going to agree with me here, but my my prediction of the final shot is Jorah in a pharmacy, and they go ding <laughs> next, and they're like, "We've got the cure." Fade to black. Fade to black. 
the Miguel, cure for the cure for friend zone. Yeah, no, there is no cure. For that. Um, <laughs> Why are you asking Ken about that? <laughs> searching for forty years. Um, uh, Miguel, thanks for calling in from Columbia. We appreciate it there. Uh, thanks for the call, my friend. Um, guys, uh, a lot of people are on the uh, on the Twitter machine there uh, talking about this little side debates going on. I want maybe we can talk about it. Decided. Sansa, pregnant. Yeah, uh, I've been calling it for a while now. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, they keep dropping these uh, double meaning dialogue phrases like uh, "There's a lot." I'm gonna stay with you. I'm still with you. I'm still inside you. I have a baby inside of you. That was in parentheses. <laughs> that, they cut that line down. Okay. Uh, but I really think that uh, uh, I think that yeah, um, it's happened. Yeah, uh, and oh. as messed I, up as it is, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess I just yeah. don't. The only reason I don't see it is what does that do for the story or the plot well, or anything? It does give an heir to Winterfell if they need one. Ah. Then it's like, <laughs> then it's like whoever side anybody's on, it's kind of undeniable at that right. point. But that would be. Awful. Yeah, so it would probably happen in Game of Thrones because <laughs> it would be awful. I mean, technically no, because Bran is still alive, and yeah, but nobody don't, knows yeah, that. But you don't know, and you don't know if every part of him is working, and he's with Mira. And I'm just saying, yeah. you know, whatever. He's got to come out of the Matrix sometime, and yeah. unless he gets back on social media and alerts everybody to his status, which yeah. he can through the werewoods. He's yeah. just going to be whispering Brand everyone through the werewoods. I'm still here. Yeah, I, I, I wonder too about timing, but then again, yeah. this show plays with timing. You know, uh, the Knights of the Vale were, were on a very fast train north uh, <laughs> yes, uh, from Mokalen. Uh, Yara was on fast ship. <laughs> Yara was yeah. on a very, oh. very fast Oh, you feedback. guys are right there in the throne room. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it would make some sense, and I'm with you, Spencer. There are so many little, like, wink wink dialogue moments that maybe we're reading in. We love to do that as a fandom, or maybe it is what it is, and she's got to deal with that. She's pregnant, and King's Landing's going to blow up. I'm calling it. Mark it, <laughs> okay. mark it right here. I'm writing it down. Oh, man. Spencer wants horrible things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, with Sansa and John kind of fighting this dynamic, we see see a shot next week of, of him saying, John saying, "You've got to trust me. We we've got to get together." Sounds like this is going to play out. A lot of the questions we had about why did she do this and why did he not listen. It seems like they're going to have to deal with that there. So right now, Brand not counting up in the mm-hmm. up wherever he is with uh, cold hands, not cold hands. Um, <laughs> who is the Stark in charge? Who's the House leader right now? No one. No one, I guess. That's I why Littlefingers uh, pick yeah. such a great time to show up. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just Sansa slash John. That's pretty much it. And then, if, you know, John's lineage changes in any way. Yeah, slash exactly. Sir Davos. Slash Sir Davos. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> slash Melisandre. That'll be interesting next Ooh. next Although episode. I feel like she doesn't. She, <laughs> I was going to say doesn't really have a dog in the fight. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I don't know if she has enough um, oomph. Anymore to really have a care in how the future of things go. Maybe, maybe she, that, that again with the puns. Maybe that fire will reignite yeah. in her. Oh, woman! <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with Melisandre? What is going? Is it still a crisis of faith, Spencer? Is yeah. she over it? I mean, she's shook. She's like, yeah. I, don't, I mean, she still believes in her god, but she doesn't know kind of what kind of god that is anymore. Right. Um, so she is just as lost as the rest of us. Well, flashback to season two. She is not just in Stannis's war council. She's almost leading it. This one, mm-hmm. she's right. 
taking a powder and sitting out this uh, this meeting here. I did like that moment of where John tried to order her not to bring him back, and she's just like, "You're not my boss." I'm like that's it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, I serve and then the higher like, power. Yeah, huh? And then she's like, "No, don't lose." I think she's not only doubting her faith. I think she's doubting herself and her capabilities yeah. as a priestess of that faith. But she right. still kind of looks at it as like her mission, and like this is what I'm called to yeah. do, and this is what I have to do. And like I, I really have a choice it. about it. I'm going to try. Yeah. I can't promise I'll be right. Yeah. You know but she doesn't I mean? seem yeah. happy or gleeful about it the way that she was There's before. No conviction. She's, no she's not arrogant anymore. I and agree. then let's talk about Davos, who mm. apparently no one in camp mentioned. Hey, you hear what happened to Shireen? Oh, a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little bit of a of a, a gap in the story there, mm. but uh, a great moment and a beautiful mm. moment. That was a great shot. shot at that sunset uh, or sunrise. Great, uh, yeah, great shot. My new desktop wallpaper. Yeah, yeah. that was beautiful. <laughs> you can still uh, see Shireen's little bones poking. Yeah, out. we're watching it too soon. Uh, we're watching it right now. That is a great shot. There's so many cinematic moments within this episode. Again, we maybe take for granted that this is just TV. High pay cable, but it's still TV yeah. and how far we've come and how... Can it's HBO. It's, it's, HBO. HBO. it's not TV. And now at HBO. Um, so... What do you think is going to happen with this uh, the Davos confronting Melisandre? How does that factor in? Does it factor in at all? It seems, I mean, it's very key. If it's in a previously on, it's mm-hmm. key. I don't know. I think he's going to have some strong words with her. I don't see John or Davos killing her. Mm. Uh, I just... Um, do you see he, her he's... killing him? No, no, no. I just see it as uh, some more curt words, and, and one of the two of them is sent packing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think that this is going to end in blood. No, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to end in blood. It's just interesting to me, like, I mean, I kind of get it, but I'm not quite sure why he's making such a big deal out of it to John. Like, right. Melisandre's done some bad stuff that he knows about from before, like, you know, Shadow Baby killing Renly and, and you know, burning people alive. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this has happened before. Like, why, why does, I guess my question is, like, why does he think John is going to care? I, I guess mm. John wasn't really personally invested, though, in, like, the Shadow Baby Renly stuff. Like, this this he would be the first Shireen time. Either, though. Well, he knew her from being up at the wall. Yeah. Like, they oh, they right. were up okay. at the wall yes. for a while. So this would be the first time that John has seen her do something that is just awful. Yeah. I think up until now, he's kind of had this false confidence in her. And, like, they've had, you know, they've warmed up to each other. <laughs> they've warmed up to each other with these <laughs> conversations over time. On what? <laughs> yeah. Who's um, keeping count? But, you know, like, he didn't trust her at first. And then he slowly began to trust her. And I think yeah. John being such a, you know, he's so stark, being yeah. so much of that, you know, I want to do right and good by the world. I do think this will really affect him. Well, because if she's saying, hey, you're you're the show's one and even if she doesn't have the, the conviction behind it she still believes it and he's maybe got an answer to it and then Davos is saying by the way if you're answering to her and this lord this is what you might have to do this is this. know what you're could, getting into yeah know oh, what you're getting into the first time I mean her faith's got to be shattered as far as burning little girls goes Right. I don't think she's going to well, do it. And again. I don't think it's a, yeah, yeah, I don't think it's a this is what you have to do in the future. I think it's what a, this is what can happen when she's wrong. Right, right. Yeah. P.S. Right. Yeah. It's like, hey, great, she brought you back to life, dude, but this this could be the path. Do you right. want it to go this Don't sign path? on any dotted lines right. just yet. <laughs> right. And, right. Yeah, right. okay. Right. I mean, that, that does make sense, because he did get to see her, uh, Melisandre's relationship with Stannis up at the wall, and I don't think he really liked that very much, and, you know, I, I'm sure John's not going to sign up to be anyone's puppet anyone, anytime right. soon. Mm. Right. So, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That, that's my guess of why Davos is targeting John with the information. Sure. Sure. 
Cause yeah, he's 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 a he's, he's a, the Lord. He, he's a he's a hand. Davos is kind of a hand of a king type of guy. Yeah. And you're like, here's what's going on, guys. I do want to go across the uh, pond over to Essos and talk about Dragon's Ex Machina. Uh, we've got Daenerys. <laughs> hey, at the end of last week's episode, everyone said, "Why didn't the dragons come and burn?" Well, now we got a dragon burn. Love yeah. it. They're just taking their time. Just taking yeah. their time. They had to find okay. their way out of the catacombs mm-hmm. like a video game and blow the rocks out. Yeah. Um, how are we feeling about this? Danny becoming a bit of a mad queen. Tyrion trying to keep her from that it was uh, I was surprised we had this much marine in this episode I think mm. I was thinking it was going to be nothing but a battle of the bastards yeah. mm-hmm. um, so let's start digging in with Danny and what's going on over there Spencer it was cool man uh, you know obviously got overshadowed by Winterfell but this sure. was like a you know it's a cool like high fantasy Dungeons and Dragons yeah. kind of mm-hmm. thing if that's what you're into you got that <laughs> and it looked pretty cool uh, you know I think that Danny um I like the stuff in the throne room and just her and Tyrion and Yara and stuff mm-hmm. better than the battle itself. Uh, probably makes me weirdo, but oh I think, no, I agree with that. Um, I think that the battle was kind of uh, there. It, her dragons are the least interesting thing about her to me because those to me are just uh, it's just a giant stick. They're like a they're mm-hmm. like a nuclear weapons metaphor mm-hmm. of like no matter what else, she always has a dragons in the back pocket. Right. They can always save the day, so they're not mm-hmm. going to go down certainly at this point in the story. Uh, so just more of her as a person, uh, uh, forgiving Tyrion, still listening to Tyrion, giving people second chances, uh, listening to everything they have to say. It actually, she is backing up what she's claiming to be, which is a different kind of leader. Right. Uh, I, I did kind of like the, mm-hmm. I like that moment, too. Even Tyrion. though all of her authority rests on having a magic fire-breathing dragon. Right. <laughs> Was there any? Uh, did you, have you two and being fireproof? Being fireproof, Michelle and Trisha, have you guys read the the history of Westeros book? Like Spencer and I have studied, like little uh, schoolboys. <laughs> no. I'll be honest, I haven't finished it. I have, I'm I have, stuck at Dorne. Right. I've jumped around like Cliff Notes. It's Cliff a bit notes. of yeah. I've I've read sections. You I sure have sure? not read it. The one thing, and I, this is why I want to ask you specifically, we Spencer, yeah. you and I have talked about this book since I even started working here at Screen Junkies. Is uh, is seeing this, seeing finally a Targaryen riding a dragon into battle or some sort of battle was kind of a cool geek, yeah, nerd chill moment. Well, they go through the Dance of Dragons in this book yeah. in excruciating detail, um, and, and it wasn't quite how a, to ride a dragon. Dragon, that, you know, and, thank God. Wasn't quite as Falcor uh, bad CGI from last season. <laughs> that type of stuff here. She figured out how to get on without looking like a fool. I that wish they great. could have like repurposed a Dothraki saddle or something for her to grab onto that wasn't just like two hair <laughs> horns or whatever those Kinda, things are. Is that a yeah. steering wheel? Yeah. Well, I just for the first time in years rode a horse this weekend, and I was watching <laughs> that going, "There's no way." <laughs> <laughs> I could barely go in a trail it's, ride. It's like Avatar. Right. Right. She has that special bond, like exactly. through a ponytail or something. Her <laughs> strength and to hold on yeah. the whole time there. But for me, it was just kind of cool to see, hey, finally, since I the dragons it, emerged yeah. in season one. We well, you didn't know it. a dragon's back is actually covered in suction cups. You Perfect. You were to wear Or she's just, I'm not going to say keggles on this show. But, yeah, I just did. So yeah, she's really holding on for dear life. Yeah. I loved the strategy. I love that we finally got back mm-hmm. to Tyrion kind of doing what he's good at and kind yes. of like, mm-hmm. ta- you know, both and everything from talking down Danny from becoming the next heiress and just like annihilating half of Slaver's Bay to like how we talked to uh, to Yar and Theon in the throne room and kind of like yeah. actually getting them calling them to task and kind of finding the plot holes and, and their whole plan here and I really really enjoyed that you did, and let's talk about the Greyjoy uh, Greyjoy reunion here or, or union I should say mm-hmm. uh, yeah Euron's still coming he's still got we, we, we know quite not a thousand ships um, uh, I, I really enjoyed the moment between T- Theon and, and, and Tyrion which is mm-hmm. love season one callbacks but mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yara, Danny having that moment, which was fun. That was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Really dug it. They're, yeah. two, they're two very different types of leaders. So to watch yeah. them interact and try to come to terms on we want the same end goal was really fun. It was right. good to see that mutual appreciation for one another mm-hmm. and being like, yeah, okay, we're mm-hmm. cool. We're yeah, good. But did Danny go Marine again when she's like, now, now, pirates for life. No more raping <laughs> yeah. and stealing. I liked that because everything we've been talking about, about Danny becoming the next Mad King, maybe mm. is Danny the villain, that was a nice moment for me of, Okay, no, she still does want to do something altruistic. She's not just in it to conquer. Thank you for that reminder. It does, but I still kind of look at it as a little naive on her part. Like, this is all these space pirates, you know, sp- sorry, space pirates. I've been sure. watching a lot of sci-fi this weekend, guys. Uh, these all these, these pirates know. Like, there's a reason Yara kind of hesitates and's like, uh, I don't think I can just tell them to stop that. Yeah. You know, it's right. kind of like yeah. when, when Danny came in and was like, okay, now no slavery, you know, we're going to abolish that. <laughs> and eventually her end game had to be, no, we're going to Torch some, torch some ships, right. and no, now you're, you're right. gonna listen to me. So it, I, you know, it, I feel like it's kind of a little bit of a step backwards. Right. It does go back though to what Danny said she wanted to do a while ago, which is she's gonna break the wheel, and mm-hmm. this might be part of that new, new Westeros emerging. Is if mm-hmm. I sit on the crown, you can do this, but you can't do that, and we're all gonna try to get along in a in a utopia. Yeah. But as you read your history, she's really just rebuilding the wheel with her at the top. It's not it's too, too much different from the Maybe. old Targaryens that kept everyone in line with dragons. I don't know. I loved when she said, we want to leave this world better than we found it, unlike our right. fathers. Like I was like, okay, cool. We've yeah. got a trajectory. Which would be a nice way to see this whole story going, and the the Night King and the Great War to come might be the big thing, but to, to see the lesson being that here's where, where it started, and even in mm-hmm. a time of peace, it was pretty bad and brutal, and this is where it goes. That'd be a nice arc, right? It started, got real crappy really in the middle. Yeah. And then <laughs> I don't doubt she has good intentions, but you know, dragons don't solve everything. No, so. they don't. I just, I we'll thought see. that her intentions were utterly going to poop, so I, this, <laughs> this confirmed them all. Yeah. Did you have a, a moment of like when she was talking to Tyrion about that, about like, I'm gonna go and burn these cities, if if she was testing him just to see what he'd oh, say, or do you think that was actually her plan? I think she was saying that so that when King's Landing blows up, we'll remember it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a writer's moment to be like, remember, it seemed mm. kind of forced to me that I- Tyrion... Uh, maybe it's more to get Tyrion to talk about how there's wildfire underneath King's Land. I thought she yeah. legit wanted to do that. Yeah, I bought yeah. it. I bought it at face value because I was yeah. mad with her. So yeah. when she was suggesting that, I found myself as an audience member like, yeah, yeah. burn them all! Yeah. And then when Tyrion was like, you're like oh, maybe wait. not. You're like, okay, touche. Maybe <laughs> not. I'll it down. It's a short, compact moment in a, in a show that maybe could develop longer in a, in a book. But yeah, there's that moment. She's, she, I, can, I bought it on face value that she made a switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I was definitely like, wow, you went full-blown conquerer. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was definitely a changeover. And I mean, even the strategy of only burning one ship, that was cool. So they could save the rest of the fleet. Yeah, which that I, was very I, cool. I, that was admit, awesome. I thought, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe cheering alone in my room watching this thing yeah. she was burned. Then I was like, oh wait, she only burned one. Oh, yeah, okay. I was like, why are they sense. not? Oh, yeah. okay. Got it. Got ships. Totally so, makes sense. Graham Butler on Twitter at Flying Badger, uh, which is a great name, uh, says, uh, <laughs> Yara had an answer for everything Danny threw at her. She's excellent. Great moment for Yara. I like she this development of the character. Moments. Dario's got to watch his back, man. She's yeah. coming for <laughs> I loved that. Absolutely. I loved that moment. Way to go, Yara. Yeah, she's down a- for whatever. You know? yeah. I'm, not, I'm not demanding. I'm just here. Just saying. So I mean, no Danny loved it. Danny loved it. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> um, 
Kimber and Tom are uh, fans at SJ Plus Junkie on Twitter. Uh, they say they're going to what we've talked about before. Danny is a villain. It's coming. Hashtag Mad Queen. Um, let's put that. We've put it out there before. I put it out there before that maybe there's a somewhat of a heel turn. I don't know if I mm-hmm. believe it at this moment in time. Um, but there's still something to be said for if Danny comes over, that's an opposing force to maybe something going on over here. Mm-hmm. Night King and his crew mm-hmm. notwithstanding. Um, how mm. does how does that play out at all? Every every villain is a hero in their own mind, point of mm. view. Who would you root yeah. for? If it comes down to John and Danny, Oof. or yeah. Starks and the North and those folks and Danny. Mm. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Who do well, you got? <laughs> again, heroes on both sides. I think yeah. that would be the most compelling ending is uh, is something that just shows that, you know, war is like really stupid, guys. You should <laughs> just get along. Uh, but I think that that might be appropriate is for both sides, to, uh, full of good people to suffer horribly. I, mm. Game of Thrones. Yep. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Agreed. Game of Thrones. The Absolutely. plot in a nutshell. We're going to take a call right now here on <laughs> Skype. Uh, so welcome to Watching Thrones. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey guys, Lucas from Utah. Hey Lucas from Utah. Thanks for calling in, Lucas. What's on your mind today? What'd you like about the episode? What'd you hate? What do you want to hear? I mean, I loved the vast majority of it. Yeah. The only thing is like what you guys were mentioning that the Knights of the Veil coming in at the Mm -hmm. very end was a little kind of predictable. Sure. um, One thing that I wanted to talk about was so, I mean, I know you guys love reading into things too. So do you (laughs) think that sort of light talk that... um, Melisandre and Jon Snow had was like there was a little more to that with like how she was talking about well the Lord of the Light has plan for, has a plan for you I don't know if that's to die in the battle or to keep going and if it was more than just luck that happened to keep Jon alive in that battle hmm yeah I guess it speaks to Lucas maybe asking what is Jon's true purpose is he a Zorha High Reborn well I is definitely he... uh, as I was watching I was like oh he's in the Lord of Light bubble nothing yeah. has, nothing's hurting him like no arrows yeah. are hitting him like which was it's possible obviously but it was a, a tiny bit unbelievable that he would get through that so unscathed yeah he's wearing the strongest armor of all plot, plot armor, armor. Yeah, he, <laughs> be, he can't be touched till at least the final episode right uh, if he lived through that I mean yeah, I, I don't think this is John's final form. I think we see him uh, like uh, uh, as he ascends. Ezra. Yeah, I think <laughs> he might transform or be imbued with something uh, right. from the Lord of Light because this is only getting more magic. Right. Uh, maybe he's the sword catches Flaming on fire or sword something. Yeah, exactly. Lightbringer. I was okay with it. Suspension yeah. of disbelief. I was fine. I mean, there sure. were so many people that knew he was the commander that they were fighting for. That you know, we saw it a couple times where John was about to get it, and then someone came in to save him because yeah. he's John. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, Lucas. What do you think? Where are you coming down on that? Yeah, I mean, I think there might be a little bit of something to that because I I agree that like luck is stretching a little bit for him to be like <laughs> he survived absolutely everything just off of luck, and I just I and like I mean Thrones loves to throw in those things that you think don't mean anything but then turn out to later. Mm. So I think there might be something to it. Mm. Mm. Lucas, what was your favorite part of the battle? What did you enjoy the most? Oh man, um. I definitely just love that kind of hero shot of John when he's standing there with the sword and mm-hmm. all of like Ramsey's army is just charging at him. I think that was definitely my favorite part. Yeah, Epic. even if it's predictable, it's still freaking cool. Yeah, it was very yeah. cool. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Lucas. We appreciate you checking in here on Skype. Uh, and uh, coming up soon, guys, we will have trivia by combat. So if you uh, think you're up for some trivia, uh, start calling in. Um, uh, I just saw this on Twitter from Armchair Media. I want. Jamie Lannister to join the Brotherhood without banners, and later they join the Starks. Could you see that at all? Just 
just saw that pop up. Where do you, where do you want Chafee uh, to go? That's, only that's if fanfic. fanfic. Only, yeah. only if Cersei dies. Only if, I only see that mm. happening if Cersei dies. I still don't I don't know if the Starks would be okay with that. Not so much. Yeah, I don't think so. That's I do want Jamie Lannister to have a heroic uh, uh, last stand or something redeeming for him that would go in that big book of, uh, yes. of yeah. the Night's, uh, yeah. not Night's Watch. The White Book. The, the King's Guard. Yeah. The King's Guard, yeah. Um, something and that... Bilbo's writing in it at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all Bilbo's story. <laughs> Which, by the way, speaking of Lord of the Rings, I mean that that cavalry charge. I just wanted like two little hobbits like running, <laughs> running yeah. out in front. Yeah. Mary and Mary over, and yes, ran out. getting overtaken. That was cool. Yeah. Master of TV at Summoner twenty one hundred says she might be mad by some, but I'm still House Daenerys. Hail the queen. A lot of people yeah. out there. Maybe yeah. she is the hero there. Um, guess I'm going to talk about uh, where this battle ranks in the show and maybe the episode. Uh, itself, because I saw after this, I saw a lot of best episodes ever, and I saw great, and some of them, obviously, we've discussed, maybe not great, and some people maybe not even top ten, which might seem weird with we're full of the emotion Mm. of the episode right now, but where where do you place this one right now, Well, I feel like top three, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead, take it. Well, top three, like, Hard Home, Blackwater, in this episode, and Battle of the Bastards. Would and you, same would, director of Hard Home, by the way. Yes, so. definitely. And by the way, same DP for next episode that did this episode, which I'm so excited about. Um, yeah, but like those were kind of the three main battle scenes, okay. right? The three the main wall. battle yeah. episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The you could do you could, Watchers, on the, Watchers on the Wall. You mm-hmm. could do that one too. Um, so like, so maybe out of those four, you're putting how it. How you ranking it? Give me a number. Give me a number, Michelle. Come on, boy. Throw down. I jump in. Crap. Play some sports. <laughs> oh, no. Briefly, uh, briefly I... shout out the guys that, uh, on the if you want heroes on the Ramsey side, the guys that didn't panic when a giant picked up one of them and just <laughs> popped them <laughs> like a so, screw yeah, top. Right. And those guys, they, like, they stood their ground. Just I saying. Agree. Props. I agree. I like the double row of shields and spears, that too. Great. Well, like, well done. Okay. Wow. That was awesome. Great Very cool. Like, although, where was one one with a tree just, like, going to town? You like an elephant. You know, whatever. Use that giant. Anyway. Um... I think this is two because two. Two. I, I say Blackwater is still my favorite of all time because not only do you get the battle, you also get the trickery, you get the magic of wildfire, which I loved, mm-hmm. uh, and you got those great moments with like yeah, Cersei in the throne room and like kind of personal moments mm-hmm. in addition to the to the great battle. So I would I would put this episode two. Okay. Trisha? Uh, This is hard for me because it's split. If we're going just on fight choreography and, like, Mm -hmm. the battle itself, I'm going to give it to this episode. Okay. Um, If we're going for intrigue and surprises and all, you know, and the brilliant acting mid-battle, if we're going for all those kind of things, I would be tempted to say Blackwater, but if we're basing it on those things, like, favorite episode, I still got to go with Ned Stark's death. That, to me, I thought Mm -hmm. was such a fantastic episode. So it just, fight choreography, I'm giving it to the Battle of the Bastards. Uh, But, you know, if we're focusing on intrigue and other stuff, I would have to give battle that's all-encompassing to Blackwater. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I still wouldn't give Blackwater, like, best intrigue and secrecy <laughs> best episode overall. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at Pixel Junkie says, really great, but not the best episode, one of the best ground battles ever filmed, though. Spencer, what? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that, I was going to break it down similar to Trisha. Mm-hmm. This is either first or last among the four big battle scenes mm-hmm. for me. It's first in that you could take any freeze frame and it just looks like a Renaissance painting. Like it looks yeah. like something Goya or some like crazy dark artist would, would paint in oils, but uh, plot wise, you know, they lose and then they win. Yeah. <laughs> and there, it, it, uh, it didn't have the twists and turns that uh, that the other four to me had of the wall where they're winning, then they're losing, mm-hmm. then this side, and this guy's losing his medal, so John has to come help. Right. Like this was. 
pretty straightforward as far as plot goes. I, I think for me, I still might say Blackwater. Um, mm-hmm. I wish it's. I almost regret they didn't have the budget that they had. They yeah. had to deal with a different yeah. budget back then. We could have yeah. got a lot. Um, still some great stuff in there, and then the the value to that battle and what it meant, and how we still didn't know because we're still young, so young in the story. But hmm. I, it's hard to say. Watchers of the Wall is a great episode. Go it back is. and watch it. It is a great uh, episode. If you haven't done that in a while. Hard Home, I mean, the first mm-hmm. 25, 30 minutes is a total different story. But there's that dog barking and the snow running mm-hmm. in moment is yeah. still one of my best moments, favorite moments in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you hold my hand to the flame like I'm some sort of chosen one, I'm going to say mm-hmm. Blackwater number one battle. Uh, episode still, same with you. You mm-hmm. win or you die. I still think it's the, the best mm-hmm. episode of Game of Thrones. Um, but a lot of you out there uh, are uh, fighting over where this ranks, which is what it is fun. Yay, um, discussion. Yeah. Uh, Long, we have a call uh, ready to go. Let's take a call now, and then we'll go to uh, looking towards the season finale and then start uh, getting some trivia going here. Hey, welcome to Watching Thrones. Where are you calling from? What's your name? Hello? Oh, volume's can't. not on. Oh, no, we can't hear you. Can you turn turn your volume on? Nope. Still, nope. Nope, nope, yep, keep, good. Why don't you just write it on a piece of paper? <laughs> uh, no, all right, sorry. we'll try again. Sorry, <laughs> try again. The Lord of Light did not want you to address the council. Um, Jack Shipley saying Battle of Blackwater, uh, Hard Home, Battle for the Wall, Red Wedding, then Battle of the Bastards. Uh, that's mm, kind of a one great. side. That is a battle. Yeah. One-sided, yeah. as it were. Um, unless you're playing the, 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 the video game where you uh, sneak out and you're... Yeah, you actually do participate in the battle. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Yeah, this whole battle is like, oh, what a great cutscene, guys. Yeah. I want to play. I want to play the game. All right, let's try again with a call here on uh, Skype here. Welcome to Watching Thrones. Hello. Hey. Hello. It, it's Philip. Hey. Yeah. Yay. Hello. One of our regular calls. What's going on, yeah, man? Uh, said it was a great episode, uh, an amazing episode for me. I think it w- was one of the best, like you were saying, one or two, mm-hmm. easily. All right. What is and your? G- give me your favorite moment right now. I'm putting you on the spot. My favorite moment, the end, when Sansa says to Ramsay, "No one will remember your name. Mm-hmm. You will disappear." And you see in his face that uh, he really realizes that he's, he's going to disappear. I agree. That's, that's a, a great that's moment. That's a great moment because in this land, in this world, in this story, your words, your house, your legacy means mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're, you know, you know, the reigns of Castamere, unless you're, unless you're <laughs> you know, erased and have a cool song written about you, no one's going <laughs> to remember you. Also, like the 99% of people in Westeros who aren't rich. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really matter for them either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, what, what else do you think? What, what's your, uh, do you have any questions for the episode? Anything you want us to address? Uh, no, I think it was a really great uh, cinematic episode, like Spencer was saying. It was like cinema in a, in a 50, <laughs> one hour uh, format, and the scenes yeah. were all amazing. The music, the tensions, yeah, uh, everything was amazing. It was really, really great. It was like uh, saving, you know, first time you saw Saving Pride of a Train, yeah. the first scene mm-hmm. of the battle. It was like that. You feel the uh, combat there. You feel... Yeah. Emotion, you feel, ah, if I was there, <laughs> uh, right. It was I, I, I keep drawing the comparison to Two Towers and Return of the King. Mm-hmm. Uh, the feelings yeah. I had in those battles, just mm-hmm. as, a, as a fan, getting your brain kind of in and your adrenaline starts pumping and you're nervous. That I remember Two Towers, I was nervous going, oh my God, if I, I wouldn't take it, if I was here, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be shivering in the back, you know. So, yeah, that, that's at some point, yeah, we love to analyze, but to just sit back and enjoy what they pulled off. Yeah, right. like you, in the end, I was shaking. In the end, I was yeah. like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and 
just one one last note for me. I, I want to thank you because I only had saw seen the first season of Game of Thrones, mm. and about I don't know three or four weeks ago, I, I said no. I got to talk, watch you talk about Game of Thrones, so yeah. I binge watch like five, four seasons. <laughs> Bravo! Oh, Welcome back, champion, <laughs> sir, champion. Well, no. we. I want to watch you discuss the the episodes and talk with you and interact. So I, I had to watch it. That's we, so cool. We, That's we, awesome. we appreciate that. We appreciate Colin and we appreciate all of you out there. You guys this season have been so great um, with us uh, along for this journey. Going back to the battles on Twitter, Jason at the Cylon Forty One says, "Think of think Battle of the Bastards had the best battle strategy play out. The Wall of Dead, the Encircling, drawing out John. And I did kind of like that. Where where I liked that Ramsey was the better one. That Ramsey." He knew this mm -hmm. a little bit more than John. John was out of his element, but mm -hmm. he's won big battles, but he had a giant wall to use as a defense. Yeah. I kind of like that there was something realistic about that to me, Spencer, that like, no, this would kind of go this way. He'd kill Rickon, he'd draw John out, and he kind of won. Yeah, uh, I guess that just means that the, uh, the better team lost. Uh, which is unfortunate, yeah. you know. It's maybe yeah. uh, I watch this right after the NBA Finals. You know, sometimes uh, yeah. uh, sometimes talent uh, doesn't uh, right. uh, doesn't make up for. Yeah. Michelle, yeah. these are sporting <laughs> events that happen on court. I'm Don't kidding. care about basketball. Yeah, sorry. The better Wait, strategist. Wait, just talk to me lost. when NFL starts. I'm okay, okay. with football. Yeah, I like uh -huh. football. Right. I'm good with it. But yeah, sorry. Don't Sounds don't good. care. I like that. That's fair, uh, guys. I want to start looking ahead till next week as we uh, get a call. From now on, if you're if you're going to call in to Skype SJ Plus Live, you are up for trivia by combat mm -hmm. but right now as we look towards the season finale we're going to have a lot of uh, next week break it down then also mm -hmm. look ahead to season seven uh we might mm -hmm. have a special appearance from someone with suspenders and a white beard and a hat um Santa? Uh, Santa? <laughs> yep yep or nick mundy um <laughs> but um Looking at next week's episode, this has been, I've overall really enjoyed this season. Big question marks, some disappointments. Yeah. Hey, that's a season of Game of Thrones. Uh, where do we see this going? Any big surprises? We talked about the last shot, mm -hmm. but what are you looking for out of this last episode, Tricia? Oh, I want to see everything resolved with Cersei in King's Landing. I want to know which way that's going, whether she's going the wildfire route, whether... Tommen's going bye-bye, you know, how all this is going to resolve, where the High Sparrow is going to be left off. I want to see more of that storyline. I would love to see it. And also, here's a scene from Arya. Ha-ha, <laughs> we gotcha. I would love to see that, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle? I feel like, you know, they have to know what an awesome episode they're following up. Sure. So I kind of feel like even though the preview looked a little bit like, you know, just business as usual, back to normal Game of Thrones, I can't help but think they're saving some epic surprise moments for this and just some truly shocking things in, like, regular mm -hmm. Game of Thrones fashion. Sounds of pregnancy, I'm maybe. No, shut up. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're getting, yeah. That the, is what I'm hoping HBO's for, that we withheld, get those moments. They've withheld the descriptions, mm -hmm. uh, which I Oh, right. So petty. Yeah, <laughs> they won't. Yeah. They won't say anything. Not even like John learns a new thing. Like they won't even release that. Like, as what vague as they are. They released week. the title though, right? Wasn't it it's, time it for is, wolves or no, winds of winter? It, it's winds of winter. winter. And okay. we do see the. Uh, I'll, I'll call it a white raven because my mind's racing. But the white bird is. You usually, mean Hedwig? That's what Hedwig is coming over. Um, that's usually the, the bird that's going to deliver the news that, mm -hmm. that winter is here. I think okay. winter is finally coming. Uh, I think that's going to be in there, Spencer. What do you want out of next week? Man, uh, what I want and what I think we're going to get are two different things yeah. um i want to be surprised and i uh, i want to have uh those shocking moments and the validation of uh of the um 
was it the the King's Landing stuff as you were talking mm-hmm. about? But what yeah. I feel like we're gonna get is we're gonna get Sam. Uh, we're gonna pick up. We're gonna pick up Bran. Uh, we're gonna get Sam and Bran and Arya and and like Euron, and we're gonna get the the things we forgot about where they're like, oh shit, we need to set things in motion for the next year. Oh, um, and then Dorne too. Let's throw some Dorne in there. So that's what I was trying to remember. Was the Sand Snakes? We're gonna get all the little loose ends that they forgot to tie up uh, yes. uh, in a neat little bow. Yeah, I, I'm looking for that that stuff too. We got there's a lot of dangling participles we got to kind of finish here. Um, I if I had my druthers, since I don't think the wall's coming down, which was my before the season prediction. Mm-hmm. I do, I, and with Euron, I don't think you're going to resolve it that quickly. But I'd like to see everything moving towards. Uh, Westeros. I'd like to see Danny finally, finally leaving port. Arya's coming in. I, Varys, to me, maybe goes to Dorne and says, hey, let's march up this way, and then we mm-hmm. got the, the, the armies massing up there. But I think, to me, this might, there's a good chance this ends with this guy, Jon Snow's lineage, finally being revealed and confirmed. I don't mm, think maybe. we're done with Bran. Okay. I think that could change the game a little bit there. we mm-hmm. got to get that big final shot like we were trying to predict. And I, I think we're going to see the Night King in some kind of fashion. I do think we're going to see mm-hmm. an appearance from the White Walkers. Yeah. Winds of Winter being the title, I, I feel like that's a good that's a right. good lock. Maybe Hopefully. that's a good last shot. Yeah, just yeah. the armies. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, maybe Walder Frey dying at all? We look that like would be awesome. Maybe wrapping that up <laughs> kind of quick. But I mean, what else? Yeah. This season has that been is, about quick resolutions. That is far overdue. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. I mean, we do see them next episode, so I don't know. I, I hope Maybe. he dies. I don't know. There's a lot of people that passed away in this episode, uh, but we do do our death count every week, so I want to take a moment to pause and uh, say goodbye to three characters. Key, a lot more in this episode, like I said, but we lost uh, we lost three people in this episode that meant a lot to us and the plot. The first, of course, was 1-1, one, one, the giant who went out like a champ Aww. and went out... Big pincushion. Yeah, I can't yeah. say on a shield because he didn't have one, which well, might have helped, but he went out yeah. on his... Uh, I, yeah. I couldn't help when watching this to say, why did no one think to put him in armor? You could have had a tank. Yeah, nope. yeah, they could have used no him. You're right. They could have all just that. got on his back like Danny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just two didn't tree want trunks to. and uh, oh. yeah, let's so redo this one. One one's been a popular side character. This is a mm-hmm. uh, character that's been uh, near and dear to people in small amounts, so we get to see him. But CGI mm-hmm. intensive, so mm-hmm. gotta, gotta go. go. And, and hey, yeah. if you're gonna go out, that is a way to go out. And of course. Uh, we hardly knew you, Rickon, Rickon Stark. Aww. Look, I, now it's true. The Shaggy Dog theory is true. He <laughs> was just a bit of a MacGuffin. There yep. was no big point. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what it is. It's realistic. That's what I think would happen. Ramsey would have killed him. Sad to see him go, uh, in a way, because he's uh, he's kind of the last Stark, really. Sansa's got some claim, mm-hmm. but she's a Bolton. Got to work that stuff out in the paperwork. Uh, <laughs> Bran's out of it, plugged into a tree, or trying to get black back plugged into a tree, and John might not be really part of the family at all. So that's a key death. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then... Uh, Bye, Ricky. Finally, everyone's favorite. We loved them from the beginning. Ramsey oh. Snow, Ramsey Bolton. Bravo for the actor. Yeah, yeah right? Really Yay. That Look. sneering little shit will never live that role down <laughs> for the rest of his life. So good. How is he ever going to play someone kind right. in nope. the future? Yeah, you see him in a rom-com. I'm like, sure he's getting <laughs> accosted on the street everywhere there. Um, yeah, you know, like... You need those villains. We had our Joffrey. We had our other big ones. I don't think Euron is going to replace him. That famous R- last words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. You don't know. But uh, Ramsey, Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. Happy to see him go, but in a weird way, going to miss those moments with yeah. him. Yeah. Great villain. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do some trivia by combat. We got a caller on the line. Here's what we're doing. You didn't want to say the names of those two slave owners, did you? We have them listed down. It's like... <laughs> 
Ted and Frank. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, their death was <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. Their death yeah, was good. Right. A good moment for Grey Worm, too. Grey Worm. That was, that was a good was, moment. Yeah, yeah, was cool. amazing. Don't want to overlook that there. All right. We've got a color right. on the line. Welcome. <laughs> what is your name? Where you're calling from? I'm Drew Stevens, and I'm from... South Carolina. All right. Wearing an awesome shirt. I love it when the calls are all Thank over you. the world. Drew, are you ready for trivia by combat? Absolutely. So, as you know, <laughs> if you've listened to the show, we've got three levels. We got easy, we got medium, we got hard. Sometimes the hard is hard, sometimes the easy is really easy, <laughs> but we've had it stumped before. I'm going to give you the question. If you don't know the answer, you can declare a champion here on the panel from Spencer, Trisha, or Michelle. So, uh, Drew, are you ready? Yes. Here we go. First question. Ramsey Bolton was Sansa Stark's second husband. Who was the first? Tyrion Lannister. Easy Yay. enough. Ding, ding, ding. Good next job. one. Next one. Sir Davos and Princess Shireen Baratheon bonded over what specific activity? Reading. That's it. Yeah. That's the answer. Reading rainbow. Final one here. He, I don't think he's. I don't know if he's going to need a, a champion here. I don't know. Sansa room confidence. Drew, here we go. Daenerys may soon be returning at last to Westeros. What castle is her family's ancestral seat? Dragonstone. Boom. Yeah. He didn't even, he didn't yeah. even pause. <laughs> Drew, that is great. That is great. Drew, how did you like this week's episode? What are your some of your moments that you liked? Uh, my favorite moment actually was the between John and Melisandre. Uh, mm -hmm. I say her name wrong every time. You but, said it right. Um, mainly because I feel like it's a look back at what some of the early conversations between Beric Dondarrion and Thoris of Mir might have been like. Why, are, oh, yeah. why did you get back? Uh, what's the Lord of Light's plan? What bigger message? And I think we saw a little bit of that with Thoris of Mir and Beric Dondarrion last episode. Mm-hmm. That's a Very great cool. point. I never thought of it in those terms, Drew, that, that at some point Beric had to say, why am I not dead after yeah. the first time? And Thoros is going, I don't uh, know. Said but, some words, yeah. walked around. Yeah. There you are. Uh, but it might have worked. Just keeps working. Yeah. So that's good. That is the stuff, yeah. the layers of the show that I do enjoy when you crawl mm -hmm. inside the story. Drew, thanks so much. Stay on the line, Drew. Talk to Lon. We're going to get your information to send you out a Screen Junkie shirt. Uh, guys. Thank you, Drew. Uh, that was awesome. I, we could always go on and on and on, analyzing fun, reacting, um, but we always like to... Uh, closer show we'll find out Spencer what did we learn we learned a lot uh, well you know I think most of all we learned to feed your dogs um, <laughs> we learned that you know uh, if you're out of town for a night or two okay maybe you can just leave some food out but seven days is just really inhumane and it's gonna come back to bite you in the chin oh! <laughs> oh, pun gun chick chick boom <laughs> Count it. Feed your pets, guys. Seriously. We have been on the pun gun train today, <laughs> guys. Uh, uh, this has been a great season. We're not done yet. We got next week. Yeah, we do. We got to yeah. wrap it up. It's the longest episode in Game of Thrones history. It's planned for next week, right? Really? I think so. How long is it supposed to be? It's nearly an hour 10 to hour 20-ish, Ray. Yeah, just yeah. keep it going. Yeah. Just, just keep, just keep, keep it going. I love okay. it. With it. Plenty I love of it. time for Samwell to get his books at the city. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. A lot of that there. Uh, Patricia, thanks as always for joining us and, uh, and bringing your insight and your your passion reaction for this uh, uh where can they find you thank you guys for having me uh you can find me on twitter snapchat instagram at that girl trish with no i in the girl or doing the show what's news on comic-con hq absolutely uh michelle boyd you can find me on youtube twitter and instagram all at, at michelle boyd beautiful spencer 
Find me on Screen Junkies Plus and uh, on Twitter at Spencer J. Gilbert Verified. But you know, I don't forget where I came from. I still, oh. I'll still check. I'll still check what you guys are saying out there. Oh. <laughs> you know, if I click over to that tab. You know. Yeah, I uh, I have no blue check by my name, so I'm not a real person yet. And I, I can't. I'm, I'm trying hard. I'm trying hard. I, yeah, trying to get there. It's I can the mighty me. that fall the hardest, Spencer. <laughs> That's, That's right. They're gonna revoke it after That's this. That's true. I'm, I'm too busy looking for a cure for great skill. Anyways, uh, you can follow me at Kenaps across all social media platforms. We are here every. Monday live, 1 p.m. Pacific here on Screen Junkies Plus, but that's just for one more week, the big finale next week. Don't forget, you can also catch this in uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher form if you're uh, into the audio version. I know we actually have a lot of listeners that are. Uh, so you can tweet us during the week using hashtag Watching Thrones as you do to carry on the conversation with us. Special thanks to Ryan Elliott for making us look pretty. And JT and Lon Harris who uh, is in the booth. You're not going to be with us next week, right? Lon? Lon no. and, um, some of you are familiar with Lon from what is his work on our Knocking Dead show, but he's our, our main researcher here, main writer, and uh, he and I uh, get to exchange a lot of emails late into the evening on Sunday night, kind of prepping this stuff down and trying to find a good way to recap these shows, which are sometimes very hard to do. So, Lon, we really appreciate what you're doing. You're kind of our maester in the booth. Uh, follow Lon's at Lon's, L-O-N-S, if you want to talk Game of Thrones with him. Special thanks to Dark Horse and Things from Another World for these awesome GOT collectibles and Factory Entertainment for this Joffrey crown, which we do, as we say every week, take turns wearing after the show. <laughs> we'll see you next week for the big finale here on Watching Thrones. Get ready. Bye, guys. Bye.